Houston. Keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information. From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic drive time. Now here's your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you on this Tuesday, September the 13th. Praise be to God on the memorial of St. John Chrysostom, Bishop and Doctor of the Church. Uh, It's going to be an interesting show today. Coming up at 35 past the hour, Ben Bergquam from uh, Real America Voice is going to be on to talk about an actual war on our nation's border. I'm not just like a hyperbole or, you know, talking points of cable news networks. I'm talking actual cartel fire bases on our border. Actual combat going on on our border. Uh, ben Burkwam is coming up at 35 past the hour to share that with you. At 15 past the hour, Brent Haynes is going to be our guest. He is our, our in-house attorney, uh, freedom fighter, Catholic evangelist and speaker. And we're going to be talking about these agendized curriculums that we're finding across the nation. I mean, who knew that the librarians were the ones you had to watch out for most? We're going to talk about that at 15 past the hour. It's uh, it's kind of scary what's going on. Also, so many stories in the news today. According to a 2022 uh, MCCA survey, most major cities in America have experienced up to 50% increases in homicides and a roughly 36% increase in aggravated assaults. So there's there's that. A Christian bakers who were slammed with fines and ultimately lost their business because they refused to bake a cake for a gay wedding. Well, they're taking their case all the way to the Supreme Court. Brent Haynes says it could be the religious liberty case of our lifetime. So we'll have to wait and see for that. On Monday, just yesterday, Twitter has covered up a video that showed parents what the obscene pornographic materials are being offered in the libraries of their public schools, and their kids are exposed to it. Twitter said you're not allowed to watch that. Americans in 2021 once again spent more on average on taxes than they did on food, clothing, and healthcare combined, according to a recently released data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. All good news today. Good morning to Rudy Carlos. Good morning, Joe. And to balance out your bad news <laughs> that you started off what are you with, talking about? Uh, I have a couple of good news stories. So puppy I'm dogs? looking forward to uh, to telling you about that. No, no puppy dogs. Right. I I refrain from mm-hmm. doing puppy dog stories because, mm-hmm. well, Cause, cause you're, people know that I'm biased. you're an angry person? I love dogs. Because you are bitter and jaded? Yeah, that I can't have one. <laughs> <laughs> or that I can, but I I've, wouldn't put one in my carpeted apartment. I've got three. Would you like one? I'd or love a three? Dog. Let me you, have one. You can have them all. I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> They're yours. Done. Uh, yeah, and then I can eat them later. And, uh, never mind, never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> good morning to you, Adrian Fonseca, hanging out on the ones and twos again. Well, speaking of good news, guess what I did last night? Uh, sleep. Well, I suppose I did do that. You got a dog. <laughs> I did not get a dog. I watched Rings of Power. And? All and? thoughts? Well, you episode one. I watched oh. episode one. And your thoughts? No after show today, so you got to tell us. It is exactly... What we talked about. Like, it's like, it's so, like my theories on Gladrail were so much worse than I thought because it's not just that she's like leading a battle or anything like that. She's the main character. Yeah. She's the driving force of the story. Yep. And? and she leads, and she's just a really, she's just a very attractive man. 
That's oh, all she ouch. is. That's Yikes. all her character is. Huh. And it's like it's like nothing about her is feminine. And it just dro- it drove me nuts the whole time. I was like, this is even if this was not like I was like, oh, if this was like I don't know some just like not mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings based mm-hmm. movie, maybe it'd be enjoyable. Mm. It, was, it wasn't enjoyable even not if I just all. pretended that it wasn't Lord of the Rings. It was just not good. Wow. But the uh, the acting was fine. Okay. The cinematography was really cool, very nice, uh-huh. and the music was great. So really, and the music was great. Well, they yeah. spent I can't remember how many millions, hundreds and hundreds of millions, just to produce this first season. Yeah. They're so expecting to spend a billion dollars total over five seasons. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to make five seasons. What could we do with a billion dollars? Just imagine. Just, Tell you just what, buy a dog. I wouldn't do buy a finest pedigree. <laughs> Well, praise be to God. If you missed our conversation yesterday about the Rings of Power, check out our podcast feed at grnonline.com forward slash CDT. We're in the midst of Sherathon Week here at the Guadalupe Radio Network. So our second hour will be pushed back to 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern. If you want to join us, you can always join us on our website at grnonline.com forward slash CDT. But we have a full lineup for you this hour, and we're going to pray, and we're going to get into it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now your headlines, Rudy Carlos. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Tuesday, September the 13th, and here are your headlines this morning. From LifeSite News, over 80% of German bishops present present uh, approved Synodal Way text calling for women's ordination. The members of the Synodal Way Assembly approved a document calling on Pope Francis to allow women's ordination. Nearly 82% of the bishops present voted in favor of the document. The heterodox texts calls for a reassessment of Pope St. John Paul II's magisterial document, Ordinatio Sacerdotalis, in which the Pope confirmed that the Church's constant bimillennial teaching was an exclusively male priesthood. And Breitbart reports, over 75% of plastic in Pacific garbage patch is from Chinese and Japanese fishermen. A Dutch nonprofit group called The Ocean Cleanup released a report earlier this month that found the bulk of plastic debris in so-called uh, the so-called North Pacific Garbage Patch, I didn't know that existed, consists of discarded fishing equipment from Japan and China. The Garbage Patch is often depicted in Western media and popular culture as a refuse created by heavy industry or thrown, out, uh, thrown, thrown into the ocean by careless Americans and Europeans. Much of the trash heap supposedly consists of minuscule debris called uh, microplastics. And the Epic Times reports, 40% of Americans believe the Chinese Communist Party considers itself at war with the U.S., according to a poll. More than 40% of likely U.S. voters said that they think the Chinese Communist Party considers itself to be at war with the United States. Less than 26% said the CCP doesn't consider itself at war with the United States, with more than 34% uh, unsure. The survey, conducted by the nonprofit Convention of States Action and polling company Trafalgar Group from September 2nd to September 5th, polled more than 1,000 likely midterm voters across the political spectrum. The poll had a margin of error of 2.9 uh, percentage points. And The Hill reports Biden to sign order boosting biotech as part of a cancer moonshot update. President Biden on Monday 
Yesterday, we'll announce the director of a new agency focused on biomedical innovation and sign an executive order on biotechnologies as part of an update on his administration's efforts to cure cancer. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you. The saint of the day is Blessed Bertrand of Garigou. At He was born at Garigou in the Diocese of Nimes, France in 1195. Bertrand was a secular priest under the Cistercian missionary and an ardent opponent of the Albigensians when he first met St. Dominic in the party of Bishop Diego. Bertrand may have been one of the, the one to recruit Dominic in the battle against the French heretics because they worked closely together in this mission for the rest of their lives. Bertrand joined the first Dominican friars by receiving the habit at Toulouse in 1216. Dominic left him in charge of the community when he traveled to Rome to seek papal approval of the order. Bertrand's zeal and experience played an important role in the founding of the friar preachers. When the brothers were sent out in little groups on missions, Bertrand was left in Paris with Matthew of France, where he helped to form the Dominican tradition of learning and, and govern the first foundations at Paris. While Bertrand's advice and prayers helped to establish the order, he is best remembered as the closest friend and traveling companion to St. Dominic, until he was appointed as provincial of the province. He witnessed the miracles and heavenly favors bestowed upon his friend and provided us with insightful testimony about the heart and mind of the founder. Bertrand himself was credited with many miracles both during his life and after his death. Others considered him a second Dominic in austerity and holiness. But he humbly overlooked his own claims to sanctity and his loving insistence on those of his friends. Bertrand was preaching a mission to the Cistercian Sisters of St. Mary of the Woods near Garigou whenever he fell sick and died. He was buried in the Sisters' Cemetery until the frequency of miracles suggested that he should be given a more suitable shrine. His relics were lost and shrine destroyed during the religious wars, but pilgrims st were still made, pilgrimages were still made to St. Bertram's Cemetery until the time of the French Revolution. He died in 1230 in Le and he was canonized by Pope Leo XIII, or rather beatified, in 1881. Blessed Bertrand of Garigou, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Luke chapter 7, verses 11 through 17. Jesus journeyed to a city called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. A large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he was moved with pity for her and said to her, Do not weep. He stepped forward and touched the coffin. At this the bearers halted, and he said, Young man, I tell you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, exclaiming, A great prophet has arisen in our midst, and God has visited his people. This report about him spread through the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. According to Ignatius Catholic Commentary, Nain 
is a small Galilean village about six miles southeast of Nazareth. It is not otherwise mentioned in the in the Bible. Very interesting. Small town stuff going on here. Hadock's commentary, quoting Maladontus, says, It was very proper that Christ should work this miracle just as he was entering the city, that he might preach the gospel with better success from the opinion that they must form of him after beholding so great a miracle and so great a favor bestowed upon them. In other words, maximum impact, shock and awe. Mystically, according to Ignatius' Catholic commentary, quoting from St. Ambrose, the widow signifies Mother Church, weeping for those who are dead in sin and carried beyond the safety of her gates. The multitudes looking on will praise the Lord when sinners rise again from the, from death and care, or rather, and are restored to their mother. Which reminds us of the, the pain and suffering that we have put Our Lady through, who is seeking to help mother us into salvation itself. Our Lady of Sorrows coming to mind. Touch the Bear. This was also very interesting commentary out of Ignatius' Catholic commentary this morning. It says, a shocking gesture that the Lord would touch the coffin. Although the Mosaic Law warns that contact with the dead renders Israelites unclean for an entire week, Jesus reverses this expected outcome with his powerful word, Arise. By bringing the dead to life again, he eliminates the very cause of legal defilement and therefore is under is un, uh, undesired and its undesired effects. Jesus elsewhere raises Jarius' daughter and Lazarus as signs of the Messiah's arrival. That's uh, Ignatius' Catholic commentary. But again, there's parallels here to Elijah, and that's why they're calling him a prophet, uh, not only giving the son to the mother, but to other other indicators here. Maximus from the 5th century said, But it is worthy to remark that seven resurrections are related before our lords, of which the first was the was that of the son of the widow of Sarepta in 1 Kings 17, the second of the Shunammite son in 2 Kings 4, the third which was caused by the remains of Elisha, 2 Kings 13, the fourth which took place at Nain, as is here related, the fifth of the ruler of the synagogue's daughter in Mark 5, the sixth Lazarus in John 11, the seventh at Christ's passion for many bodies of the saints arose, Matthew 20. 27. The eighth is that of Christ, who being free from death, remained beyond for a sign that the general resurrection, which is to come in the eighth, uh, eighth age, shall not be dissolved by death, but shall abide never to pass away. I mean, do you need a sign? An evil generation seeks a sign. Prove to me you are God. But rather we must seek our Lord in faith. Because even though we, he asks us to seek him in faith, he has provided so many great wonders, miracles, and signs. To include the Holy Eucharist, which is a daily miracle. Let us pray fast and do penance. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Men, it's time. Participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th, 1130 a.m. to 330 p.m. in Boston. There is a man connected to every abortion. Men are a big part of the problem, and it's time for all men to take responsibility and be a big part of the solution. All men of goodwill are invited to participate in the march, and everyone else is needed to show up for the rally beginning at 2 p.m. outside of the State House. For more information, go to themensmarch.com and spread the word. It's often said that people can engage in whatever sexual activity they please as long as it doesn't harm anyone. But is this a sufficient moral criterion for evaluating sexual behavior? I don't think so, and here's why. First, 
it begs the question against the natural law moral theory. Since if the natural law approach is true, then sexual acts that the natural law condemned as immoral would be harmful to a person's moral character. Second, although it's true that we should avoid inflicting unnecessary harm, it can't be our only moral criterion. For if it were, then we'd have to say a person's intent to murder or rape someone is morally permissible as long as he doesn't carry it out. But that's absurd. Avoiding unnecessary harm is a part of a good moral theory, but it's not enough. I'm Carlo Broussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Coming up at uh, 35 past this hour, Ben Burkwam from Real America's Voice, he's a reporter there, is going to be our guest. He shot some footage, insane, insane footage of these cartel fire bases at our border and how they're at war with each other down there. They pr- they practically run sections of our border with no opposition from our side whatsoever. Uh, they get to run with immunity. We're going to have that conversation with Brian Burkwam at 35 past. Stick around for that if you can. There are lots of stories uh, that are circulating today that are uh, of great concern to us, and I'm sure they are to you. Joining us right now via telephone is our good friend Brent Haynes, attorney, Catholic speaker, freedom fighter. Good morning to you, Brent. Good morning, Joe. Praise be to God. It's uh, good to have you on. I saw a story today that really was disturbing. Yeah, I texted you about it. And this uh, Catholic Vote reported on this. There was uh, an ad that was trying to be run in Michigan. And the ad's purpose was to reveal the level of pornographic content that's in public schools in Michigan and how uh, parents don't even know it's happening and Twitter banned it yesterday. They won't allow it. And I clicked the link to watch it, and I saw half a second, and I had to turn my eyes. It was, it was really, it was really, really graphic and disgusting. But what's more disgusting to me is the fact that librarians were allowing this in public schools, and apparently this is a trend happening all across our country. What can you tell us? Well, um, there are some things that you know, believe it or not, Twitter should ban. But uh, isn't it interesting that something that Twitter finds offensive um, is available in public schools? And unfortunately, this isn't new. Uh, The New York Post reported just recently on the radicalization of librarians, and specifically school librarians. They reported on a man named uh, Ron Kleinman, who has a website or a blogspot website called Safe Libraries. Every parent out there who uses a library or who sends their children to a school with a library um, should look into this for themselves, Joe. Um, the uh, librarians have just become you know, another part of this effort to radicalize and to educate or you know, some would say brainwash uh, our society's children. You know, we've talked in the past, just in the recent last few weeks, about school districts that promote what they call uh, gender-affirming and trans-affirming care and will even deceive parents about whether or not their children are engaging in gender transition. We've talked about how school districts around the country have adopted 
curricula that they call gender affirming, but which, which is really an advocacy of what is called queer theory. Well, today we can talk about what's going on in the school libraries. Um, the, New, the New York Post reports, for example, that the newly elected head of the American Library Association is a woman named Emily Drabinsky, who describes herself as a Marxist lesbian. Now, lest people think that you and I are being um, overly dramatic or overreacting, let's just consider what she says in her own words. She says, I just cannot believe that a Marxist lesbian who believes that collective power is possible to build and can be wielded for a better world is the president-elect of at ALA Library. I am so excited for what we will do together. Solidarity, exclamation mark, close quote. Wow. You know, she also says, the consequences of decades of unchecked climate change, class war, white supremacy, and imperialism have led us here. If we want a world that includes public goods like the library, we must organize our collective power and wield it. The American Library Association offers us a set of tools that can harness our energies and build our capacities. Um, another library leader um, involved in the, uh, with librarians uh, is a woman in Chicago named Fabozi Attar. She says, librarianship is not the last bastion of democracy. It is not inherently good and sacred. It is an institution, and like other institutions, it is riddled with white supremacy racism, homophobia, transphobia, ableism, and so on, and on, and on. This is who we are, mm. end quote. Joe, uh, you know, we could, we could spend the entire hour just talking about, you know, the information this man puts on his website, uh, other information out there, but the libraries uh, have already started to gain some attention because of the drag queen story hours for children that have been sponsored around the country. Uh, one of the earliest ones was one uh, just two blocks from where I live. Wow. Um, and they, uh, they have books in the library, such as This Book is Gay, Gender Queer, Lawn Boy. And it's, it's not just the public libraries. Uh, parents need to be checking the libraries at their schools also. Um, and this is not new. This goes back to uh, back at the end of the 1980s, a book caught a lot of notoriety. It wasn't the very first book, but... Uh, there's a book that some people might remember if they were engaged back then. It's called Heather Has Two Mommies, mm. and you can infer what it is about. Well, the American Library Association gave that book an award. So this is nothing new, and you won't be surprised, Joe, but the American Library Association in the late 90s began getting funding. And I'll give you one or two guesses as to who started providing funding for the American <laughs> Library Association. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> I'm afraid. Yeah, George Soros. George gonna, Soros. That was going to be my first guess, but Yeah, yikes. George Soros and the Bill and Melinda Gates Of course, Foundation. absolutely. So um, people, uh, you know, parents really need to find out if they're at the library, what's going on at their library, and what books are there. And this isn't even talking about pornography or even pornography available to children. Well, I would say or that that video that was that was detailing pornography in public schools, that was pornography. I mean, uh, I, like I said, I watched about a half a second. It was a political ad that was saying, listen, in your public school, this is happening, and the governor is allowing it. That was the premise of the political ad, which Twitter banned. But when you actually look at the content, it's straight-up porn. 
Well, this is quite this. This is in line with the overt sexualization of children as young as three. Yes. Um, earlier this summer, you've covered the issue of how Disney Entertainment has become woke. Uh, parents should go and look. You can look on Facebook. Go do a search term for Disney Drag Brunch. These are brunches, you know, held in restaurants or bars that uh, are Disney themed. Well, they they will advertise at least some of these as for as being for all ages. Uh, a sheriff in the Dallas uh, Greater Dallas Metro area caught some attention the last few days because he said he would not provide sheriff's deputies to provide security for the event, and there had been some protest of, about having the event, so the bar canceled it. And I am not at all advocating. Uh, any kind of uh, physical activity or disruption, uh, you know, and lawful activity in that respect, that's not necessarily the way we want to go about this. It's not the way we want to go about this at all. But um, some you know, the people in that community caught on and were upset uh, because it was advertised at least as being for all ages. Well, remember, what's the theme of this? You know, where is this coming from? Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So parents really need to be alert about what's going on in the curriculum in their schools, uh, the thinking of their teachers, and what's in the libraries. Uh, Project Veritas is a series series of videos where you know they go undercovers, investigative journalists, and get people to speak about what they really think and what they really do. They uncovered an assistant principal in Connecticut who is on video saying he will not hire a Catholic teacher will not hire a Catholic teacher, and he doesn't like to hire older people, people over 40, if I recall correctly, because he wants younger, because they're too set in their ways, and he wants younger people because they are, these are, and these are basically his words, they want, they're better at conveying to children a subtle, a more subtle Democrat message. But uh, there's another teacher that they just caught on video who's supposed to be teaching English to middle school students and she goes on about how she spent two months teaching young students how to organize, how yeah. to protest, how to do it strategically, how to throw bricks, how mm-hmm. to be smart, and how you don't throw bricks in your own neighborhood, but you go throw bricks at the people who are the problem. Oh, I think I mean, in that video she also explained how she she uh, had the kids rewrite the words of the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. And uh, and so that was obviously very concerning. That's funny because I got and in trouble when I was a kid for throwing rocks. Did you? And now they're encouraging uh, throwing bricks. <laughs> I should go to school now. Yeah, you were just born. You were just born a little too early. <laughs> yeah, it is there's very concerning. You. It, well, you know, if you go out and buy a black mask, there's still hope for you. The next Antifa uh, riot. <laughs> right. Then I can uh, live out my dreams of throwing rocks. <laughs> you know, you I, know, these are. I said this actually a couple, like a year before last. I was giving a talk at a uh, religious freedom conference. Uh, here locally, actually. And I said one of the opening lines of my talk was, they're coming for your kids. And that is a very shock and awe statement to make. Everybody feels like that's a little hi- hyperbolic. Only the gay men's choir said it. <laughs> or saying it, rather. <laughs> well, the gay men's choir did say it. I mean, you, have, you it, had yeah. Planned Parenthood who is actively targeting um, grade school, middle school kids, trying to win their hearts and minds before they even get to high school so that they can mail them the RU48 pills, they don't have to even come into their clinics anymore. We had that conversation about where those uh, where those chemicals and the aborted babies go uh, during that. They go into your water system. A tragic story. It was a horrible conversation to have, to, to be honest with you. 
Then you've got uh, like the gay choir in was it San Francisco or is it uh, I can't remember. I think it was San Francisco saying, yeah, they were actually coming for your kids. Um, but then you, you see stories like this about teachers all over America, librarians all over America. Not every teacher is bad. There's some great teachers out there. And I know them when I talk to them, they they shake their heads. They're not sure how much longer they can hold on into this system because they want to do good. They want to, they love uh, the kids that they teach and they're trying to teach them well, but they're in a system that seems like they're outnumbered and overwhelmed because there is clearly an agenda going on and parents can't drop their kids off anymore. It's not a drop-off program. You have to be thoroughly involved and aware of what your kids are exposed to because it seems like they're exposed to insane things at very early ages. So aware that you might as well just homeschool. (laughs) Almost. Now, that's not an option for everybody. There's a lot of parents who are just not, they don't have that option. They have to send their kids to school, uh, whether that they want to or not. And for them, I, my heart grieves. I want them to have better options for their children. And it seems like, uh, it's, how hard would it be if you're a single mom right now and you have no choice but to send your kid to their local school because you can't afford better for them? There's no, uh, there's no voucher program that allows you to send them to a better school, for instance. And, uh, and you're working all day. But, you know, making trying to burn the candle at both ends in order to make things work. And your kid's exposed to some pretty insane things. This is, these are difficult days, aren't they, Brent? Yeah, it's a somber way to begin the morning, Joe. But it just shows that you really have to uh, just be on alert if you're a parent uh, or if you're otherwise concerned about, about the state of our society because of the way they're educating our children. And you said it. Parents can't just drop their kids off at school anymore. It's not like it was when you and I went to school. Yeah, uh, parents really need to be involved. And like you said, you know, you take the uh, a single parent uh, who's already very busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do they even have time to check out what's going on in their schools right. or what's exactly. in the library? Make those parent-teacher meetings. Yeah, exactly. Review the content your kids are are being exposed to. Homeschool can, but wow. All right, Brent. God, I love you, brother. I know you're filling in for me on Monday and Tuesday, so we'll see you then. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about the border. Hi, this is Pam Stenzel. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 1130 a.m. for the march, and then everyone else show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the Statehouse, where I'll be speaking about the need to value and protect every pre-born baby from fertilization. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. And spread the word. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, The Catholic Church is too condemning. It needs to practice more tolerance. G.K. Chesterton says, The other word for tolerance is indifference. And the other word for indifference is apathy. The Catholic Church cannot afford to be apathetic. It cannot afford to be tolerant of evil. It has to be consistent in opposing what is wrong and defending what is right. And the Church especially cannot afford to tolerate social evils that are condoned by the state. Why? Because sooner or later, it will be turned against the Church. History has shown this to be true more than once. Chesterton says there have been times in history when the church has been wedded to the world, but it has always been widowed by the world. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. And now more headlines from the Epic Times. 
Headline goes, the government is not your friend. The founder of True the Vote discusses being targeted by the FBI and the IRS. She says, quote, I was nauseating, it was a nauseatingly clarifying moment. Like, just in case you thought it was enough to cheat him out of an election, no. They want him gone. They want him indicted. Unquote. Catherine Engelbrecht said on recent events surrounding the Mar-a-Lago FBI raid. The raid reminded her of her own dealings with the government agencies and galvanized her resolve to continue speaking about election integrity. Engelbrecht became involved in election integrity after she volunteered to work the polls in Texas in 2009 and noticed procedural problems she felt should be addressed. She started True the Vote, which grew in national election integrity movements, and uh, True the Vote is an investigative group behind the documentary of 2000 Mules. You can watch a recent interview we did with her on Catholic Drive Time on our YouTube page. Breitbart reports, Tennessee Girls Lemonade Stand raises $10,000 for Brothers Treatment. Two years ago, Mackenzie Evans, Mackenzie Evans' brother, Gannon, was diagnosed with cerebral car- cavernous venous malformation. Sorry, I'm not a doctor there. A condition that gives him lesions on his brain that could rupture at any moment. As a result, Gannon experiences daily seizures. In May of this year, doctors told the Evans family that Gannon now has a 10-millimeter tumor on the top of his brainstem. And after going to five different pediatric neurosurgeons at different hospitals, all doctors said it would be too risky to perform a procedure to remove it. Thankfully, the Evans family found a clinical trial that uses radiation therapy at Boston Children's Hospital, but it would come at a large expense. While the family's insurance agreed to cover a large portion of the expenses, the family still had to raise $22,000. Now, Mackenzie, who wanted to help her younger brother and her parents with the expenses, decided to open up a lemonade stand, and the results have been very successful. After holding 15 lemonade stands, Mackenzie has raised over $10,000 for her little brother. When asked why she was doing this for Gannon, she said that older sisters have, quote, big responsibilities, unquote, and that she has to help mom and dad sometimes when they really need it, and she really wants to help her brother when he's sick and hurt, Mackenzie said. And not the B reports, Planned Parenthood annual report shows abortions went up while other health care services declined. And those are your headline news this morning. God love you. Praise be to God in all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up today. Just want to remind you that today is uh, is Sherathon week. It kicks off Sherathon week across the Guadalupe Radio Network, which makes me want to say, hey, listen, it's super important that you support your local Catholic radio station. You know, whatever station you're listening to right now, they need your help. That not only survive it, you know, keep the doors open, lights on, Catholic radio waves flowing through your neck of the woods, but to thrive. Like, is our goal to just get by, or is our goal to to crush it in the name of the Lord, right? To to share the good, the true, and the beautiful. To have important and candid conversations uh, at a time where the world seems to be going crazier and crazier. Uh, we get up, I get up, 3 a.m., five days a week. Uh, we We all work very hard here keeping a track of the news, keeping the pulse, so that we can try to bring you this information with timely guests and and all of it. Help us to do that. Support your local Catholic radio station. really does make a difference. And the GRN will be kicking that off at the top of the next hour for those that you can join us. You can always hang out with us on our website at grnonline.com forward slash CDT. Our second hour, if you would like to join us for our second hour, that's going to be at 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern. We'll live stream it again at grnonline.com forward slash CDT. But uh, I, I think it was like week before last, Rudy, that I, I sent you this video. Yeah, it's crazy it video. Crazy. So uh, 
Ben Berquam is a uh, he's a journalist, uh, a reporter with Real America's A Voice, and I saw this video of him down at the border, and it it just makes your blood boil. To be honest with you, like listen, I I I am passionate about people who are seeking, who need and seek a better life. Uh, I'm I'm not up for doing that in an illegal way. There's should be legal remedies, and we should make those legal remedies uh, efficient. As, as is possible. I don't think we have, I, I, no matter who's in office, Republican or Democrat, I don't think that much matters. It seems like nothing much changes whoever's in, in charge. But nonetheless, the border's out of control. And this is not good for anyone. Not good for anybody looking for a better life, and it certainly ain't good for our country. And to see this video that I saw a couple weeks ago is just absolutely insane. And he joins us now by Zoom chat. Ben Burkwam, good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Praise be to God. We're very grateful for your for your time this morning being on with us. Um, so, like I was just saying, I just saw this video that you put out down at the border, and there are. I serve in the Marine Corps, so to see actual fire bases on the tops of hills, like I know a lot of veterans, if they saw this content, they would say, "Oh, is that Afghanistan? Is this wartime footage from Afghanistan?" Because it reminds people of that. Tell us, what did you see? Uh, yeah, I was down there, and thank you for, for having me on, guys. I was down there with uh, Tim Foley of Arizona Border Recon South. I was in Arizona, south of a little town called Aravaca, which basically is uh, a a cartel town for uh, all intents and purposes. You know, there's a lot of patriots down there, too, and so I know there's, there's folks in that town that, that would disagree with this, but um, you go south of that between a little uh, town called Sasabee and Nogales. A lot of people know Nogales, Arizona. Uh, the it's where President Trump had built a, a, long, a long section of the wall. Uh, that wall ends after Joe Biden took office. Uh, he stopped build, the, building the construction down there. And we went down with Tim Foley of Arizona Border Recon, spent three days down there. And I'd been down there before. And during those times, you go to the tops of the mountains on the U.S. side, and there are cartel scouts and lookouts that watch for Border Patrol coming in and out their movements so that they can control the routes. And, and this is not just Arizona. This is all along the southern border. You have uh, cartel members uh, in America occupying American territory and controlling the drug routes and now the, the human smuggling routes, which have become uh, as, if not more lucrative to the cartels than the, the drug routes. Uh, this was the first time, though, that we actually saw uh, occupied bases. Basically, they're forward, occupi- forward operating bases, for the cartels, they are on the Mexico side, but they go right up to the border where the, the, the where the wall ends. And what we observed were uh, heavily fortified, well-funded, heavily armed bunkers with uh, Mexican nationals and members of the Sinaloa uh, cartel. And, and actually what's interesting is, is there are two sets of bunkers. One um, with stone, they've basically created exactly what you, as you mentioned, it looks like uh, a wartime base. It looks like a, uh, a dugout for uh, Overwatch. And uh, there's there's two of them. With it. Uh, what's been happening, it's basically as, as after El Chapo left, uh, two factions of the cartel have been warring. And it's the, uh, the El Mayo and the Chapitos. It's basically El Chapo's sons and then his, his brother. Uh, and they've been fighting for this territory because it's so lucrative to them. And what looks like has happened is the El Mayo uh, sect has taken out the Chapito in, in order to 
Uh, again, that's just based on the intel that we're getting and watching some of this back and forth. So one of the, the sets of bases has been blown up, burned out. I couldn't tell if there were any living or any uh, any bodies down there. There were no signs of life. Uh, the other is is manned by there was at least ten bunkers. Uh, they're they're you know covered. They've got tarps over the top, but they're uh, uh, they've got stone bases all around the bottoms. Uh, but each one of these, these guys are walking around with AK-47s. They they occupy it 24/7, and that's one of the things people don't understand is when we're battling this. You've got a border patrol who basically doesn't go to where I was. I was right on the, the edge of the border standing. I could have walked, you know, another hundred feet. I was in Mexico uh, and I didn't see a single border patrol. We found a group of illegal aliens as we were driving in there the first day that said they'd been waiting for two days, hoping that border patrol would show up. They were giving up and wow. they hadn't seen border patrol. Uh, and so this is an area that Tim calls it no man's land, but it is, it's, it feels like it no longer belongs to America. These guys control it. Um, they, you know, and they, and they operate at will. Uh, there's nothing stopping them. The Mexican government is doing absolutely nothing to stop them. And we're doing absolutely nothing to stop them. And, and really, as you mentioned, you were in the, the, uh, I think you said the Marine Corps, but the, uh, there's so many that have fought for this nation. Uh, I get to do what I do because of the sacrifice of so many others. And I go down there and, and looking at this and, and thinking about the fact that we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine to secure their border, but yet we have mm. terrorist drug cartels on our border occupying it and running their drugs and their slaves at will. And that's what's happening right now. Um, so you can see that it was actually in our last episode of Law and Border. Uh, and and you can see that at uh, America's Voice news or on our app, Amer- Real America's Voice News app. And the uh, we went in there and showed it. You know, these guys are in there. They've got AK-47s. They come in. And then we also have trail cam footage. Tim Foley has trail cam footage of the trails that we were actually on. Uh, and this is the worst part. So you've got the cartels, and they do what they do. They're criminal enterprises. Uh, they're actually highly sophisticated. The operations, the logistics on these operations are, are incredible. When you think about what it goes into it, taking people from all over the world. We have 151 different countries coming in. These, they're basically travel agents to the world now. Um, they've got people coming in. I was down in Panama a couple months ago in the Darien Gap, and every every country you can think of, uh, down to Ethi, Africa, a, a country I'd never even heard of before, coming through and then coming up and, and all coordinated to where they're going to be heading. But on these same trail cam videos, we have armed cartel members, the same guys that were up on top of the mountains that we, we observed, uh, come into America, they walk down the same trails onto these smuggling routes and up into the, the pickup point. So either they're going to drop off the drugs uh, and, and take those further inland, or they're going to drop off the people uh, and sometimes slaves. We actually witnessed uh, one of the videos had a guy with his hands tied behind his back. It looked hold like that, one of the crews. Hold that thought right there. Sorry to interrupt, but we're up against a hard break here for the network. Ben Burkwam is our guest, Real America's Voice. And we're talking about the border crisis. And this is very... Very difficult to swallow, considering how many people have served our country and are passionate about our sovereignty. All that and more is coming up next. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. At your church, there's probably some great music, enthusiastic clapping, and maybe even a shout or an amen. But where's the church-wide act of contrition and the confessing of sins? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, the Bible and the church. Psalm 47 does declare, shout unto God. It does say, clap your hands, all you people. But there's one more highly valuable physical expression. Strike the chest. What's that? Three times your fist strikes your chest for external admission that my sins were my fault. 
all. Secondly, order of the Mass. Within the first 60 seconds of a Mass, the congregation says together, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Each of those are followed by my firm strike upon my chest. And my take out of Luke 18 says, but the corrupt tax collector dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed, but beat upon his chest in sorrow. Proper order is confession before praise, sorrow before joy. And this makes sense. Why? Because remember what mom said, dinner first, then dessert. So don't forget to strike. Find me online at Smarty Pants Catholic Evangelism. Hi, this is Father Stephen Imbarato. Join us in Boston for the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th. Men, we will gather outside the Planned Parenthood to begin the march, and then we're going to meet everyone else for a 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about constitutional personhood for the pre-born and where we need to go from here. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Again, details, mensmarch.com. Join us and spread the word. be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired, I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Ben Burkwam is our guest, Real America's Voice reporter, talking about the, the war, the actual war happening on our border, not just hyperbole or tough talk, talking points from a conservative uh, you know, show on cable news. No, we're talking, this is the real thing. And it's very disturbing. Brian, uh, ben, rather, uh, welcome back to our show. When I was a kid, um, I had a friend who was full uh, active duty army, but he was assigned to like a National Guard unit, and they worked on the border and they patrolled our border, locked and loaded. They camied up, they hid in the bushes, they tracked uh, these these runners coming across the border. And then uh, there was one occasion where they tracked somebody down and actually engaged in a firefight and uh, got in trouble over it. That used to happen. It doesn't seem like that's happening anymore. Right before the break, you were describing how not only do they have scout snipers on our side of the border, they got bases on their side of the border. They're running across our border drugs, uh, human trafficking, and I guess they're even their enemies, which you said somebody was handcuffed in one of these, these trains, and no one's to stop them. No one confronts them. Not Nothing? Yeah, uh, other than... Uh, in that case, down there where we're at, Tim Foley and his group, they, that's why he's down there. He's a, he's a private citizen who he was a, uh, a, a, a veteran as well, and he saw what was going on. And so he's got a group that goes down there, and they patrol it. And they actually go up and into these places and catch some of these guys and, and will then uh, turn them over to Border Patrol. But other than that, you have very few Border Patrol resources. The sad thing is, coming out of that same town, Aravaca, and really it, it, the hub is in Tucson, Arizona, uh, you've got these organizations, leftist organizations. Uh, one of them is called No More Deaths. There's a, a, uh, a church, a Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. That's a part of it. They have, they're called Good Samaritans. And it's, it's the worst, you know, it's, uh, as, as Christ called them, synagogues of Satan. You've got organizations that, that pretend like they're doing good, but really all they're doing is aiding and abetting the cartels. Uh, they actually go down and put on the exact same trails that the, the cartels are using to smuggle their drugs and their people, and their slaves. They go down and they, they rehydrate, they uh, refortify, they put water, food, blankets. Uh, and we've witnessed the cartel scouts coming off the tops of the mountains, going down, resupplying, going back up. Uh, the people that are using these trails, you, you know, going and, and resupplying. So basically, rather than actually doing anything to stop them, and uh, at the same time, our Border Patrol resources that would be there have now been pulled off to go man places like Yuma and Eagle Pass and Del Rio 
where we have these massive groups of fake asylum seekers. They've, they've learned how to game the system because they've been taught by these same leftist NGOs like El Otro Lado, Pueblo Sin Fronteras, Central Sin Fronteras. Uh, and, and sadly, the Catholic Charities, uh, there are many organizations that have basically, they use the 501c3, they use their nonprofit status, and they're aiding and abetting the invasion of our country. And, and, I, and I do want to qualify that, too. There are a lot of good people that think that they're doing good. I talk to people all the time. I interview them. Uh, and, and I went to the, this good Samaritan Lutheran church and I was, and I was asking them and, and they believe that they're doing good. They're just ignorant to the fact that what they're doing is actually aiding and abetting an invasion into our country. So Ben, um, yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, obviously there are a, a lot of people who think they're doing good, but in, in reality they're, they're causing great harm. Uh, they say the uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Um, yeah. But what happens with uh, with the people who are are turned over to the to the border patrol? I know I understand reading about this. It, their their numbers are stretched really thin. Um, there's even division within the ranks. Uh, you know between the the rank and file and the the leadership of, of border patrol. What happens to these people? Does anything of, of value happen uh, to to fix the situation? Well, that, you know, that's, it, it's, it's a, it depends on the situation and who the people are. Obviously, if they are uh, cartel members, uh, if they've got warrants, if we have a, if they have a criminal history, uh, if they have charges in the U.S., they will be prosecuted, hopefully in the United States. Uh, otherwise, they hopefully will be deported. But what we're seeing and talking to a lot of, I've got uh, undercover border patrol contacts that send me con or information all the time. And we're hearing that not just so, what 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 the people that are staying are the people that claim asylum. Uh, basically, if you come across and you say asylum, I fear for my life, you get a mm. golden ticket, automatic entry into our country. Uh, you get a little white piece of paper that says find a, an ICE agent within 60 days, turn yourself in and we'll begin the process mm. of going to a court within five to seven years. That's how far backlog these guys are now. But what we're wow. being told is uh, well, what we know is Joe Biden and the left are uh, they're dismissing most of these cases. Most of the cases of the people that have been caught under President Trump, they've dismissed almost all of those cases. Unreal. And they're in the process of doing that now. So it's it's a virtual, it's a, uh, a de facto amnesty what's mm -hmm. happening right now. And within mm -hmm. five years, those people will be able to vote. Uh, the the ones that that Tim Foley and these guys are catching, uh, a lot of them are simply let go. A lot of times Border Patrol doesn't have the time to go down there. They, uh, if, you know, if they don't get to them in a certain amount of time, they just have to let them go. And this is, this goes for law enforcement as well. You've got these guys, once they get past the point where we were at, they get in a vehicle, they, they take off to either Tucson or, uh, Phoenix or, you know, out to Chicago. A lot of them are going to Chicago, all over the New York, everywhere. If they get caught by law enforcement, Law enforcement doesn't have the authority most of the time in Arizona. They don't have they can't even charge them with anything. Uh, and so they have to wait for Border Patrol. Border Patrol doesn't show up. They have to simply let them go. And that's what's happening every single day all across our country. So to put it in perspective, we you know illegals, uh, two million came across and were caught last year. Uh, Border Patrol tells me they're only catching about a third of what's actually coming across. We're on track to hit six million this year by the end of this year. Uh, with last year and this year. So you're talking millions. You're talking a large city the size of Los Angeles. We take the, the gotaways that have come into our country illegally that are all going to be a drain on our resources, uh, our healthcare, our education system, our welfare systems, all of that. But that doesn't take into account the fact that we've already caught 66 on the terror watch list. Uh, it is suicide of a nation 
that we are doing, we are, we are committing right now on our border. And the saddest part is we knew how to fix it. President Trump created the blueprint on how to fix this. The first one, we had years, Republicans and Democrats going back and forth, pretending that they cared. No one really ever did anything. Republicans liked the cheap labor. Democrats wanted the easy votes. Uh, President Trump came along, like him or hate him, whatever. He actually created the policies that actually fixed this, creating the Remain in Mexico policy, holding Mexico accountable to it. Um, and then and forcing people to wait in Mexico for their asylum claim, because if you come up and you and you've been told that you get uh, automatic entry, but then all of a sudden you have to wait in Mexico for a year. We know 90 plus percent of these cases would be dismissed if they were actually adjudicated. Uh, that was the most effective policy we've ever seen. That's all we have to do. But instead of doing that, Joe Biden and the open borders leftists out of mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. are inviting. They're incentivizing more of it. You know, there's. I think every 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 point you said could have a follow up to it, but we have about five minutes left in our conversation, and I you know I just wanted to take a step back into what you were talking about earlier about some of these organizations, some of these charities that are involved here, and could you expound upon that a little bit more? What is going on with these charities? You said some of the most of them are like they seem to be just trying to do good and they're not aware that they're feeding the problem or they don't uh, see the connection they don't see to the, the con- greater problem right or they don't see the connection to the greater problem yeah. so what exactly is going on with some of these charities especially uh, for our relevance i mean i'm very concerned about the catholic ones yeah uh they and i'll say this most of the people involved in them the people that i've interviewed uh, seem to think that they're doing good the people at the top know exactly what they're doing this is a money-making operation uh, it's a globalist. It, it, there's a, there's a whole uh, group of people around the world that don't believe in borders. It's the globalist mindset of no borders, no walls. Uh, they go around chanting no borders, no walls, no USA at all. Uh, they're radical leftist communists. And a lot of these organizations, Catholic charities, including, have been infiltrated by people like this. And they get make millions of dollars. And it's it's actually the part of it is is dereliction of duty by the federal government they've they've created this this uh, ability so this is something that should be run by the the federal government the these operations uh when people come in we have facilities the border patrol used to operate these facilities and ice used to operate these facilities they've created contracts to give these to private organizations nonprofit organizations and that does a couple things really bad uh it it first off, it takes away our ability to look at, at the books and look at the operations. So we can't go in with a, if it was run by a government, we could get a, a freedom of information, go to FOIA and go in and find out what's exactly happening. When we ask uh, Secretary of Mallorca right now, uh, what what where these people are going, how many are being released, how many are being released into our communities? He comes and says, well, we don't really know. And the reality wow. is he doesn't really know because he's handed most of these people off to these NGOs. They are making the NGOs, uh, they, they are awarded grants through the federal government, which is our tax dollars, uh, to the tunes of hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars every single year of our tax dollars go to these operations. The, probably the most egregious of them is the unaccompanied minors program. Uh, the refugee resettlement program, uh, this is, it's all, it's all underneath these umbrellas. And there's about seven major organizations, Catholic charities, Lutheran charities, uh, the Jewish charities have, have a similar one. Um, uh, and, and they all fall under this umbrella and they get all this money from the government. They process these people. And during COVID, uh, what was crazy was as you and I were being locked down, they, they were operating at will. They were buying up hotels. They were putting people in these hotels and simply letting them go. The worst case though, is these unaccompanied minors. What we're being told, I have, I have, uh, 
confidential informants within the organ, some of the organizations that are telling me under President Trump, they had to do background checks on the parents as well as the people living in the household that they were going to send the children to. Now they're not doing background checks on any of them. Wow. And the only thing that stops them from handing these kids over to the person that says that they're their parents is if the child themselves say I'm being abused. Uh, we are we're watching right now the largest human trafficking operation in, I would say, world history. Yeah, uh, it is modern day slavery and mm -hmm. it is being done with our consent. Yeah, and it that's is the worst part about this whole thing. It is utterly tragic. That part alone really gets my blood boiling to think that we are standing by and watching so many people be uh, we're not talking about just indentured servitude. We're talking about actual slavery here. Yes. And it's happening in our communities, and uh, and we are not doing what it, what's necessary, let alone preaching against the cooperation with coyotes. These people are giving thousands of That's dollars right. to these people That's who right. will rape and pillage them and leave them for dead in the back of a uh, semi-trailer in San Antonio, for instance, at their earliest convenience. This is something we should never support in any way, shape, or form. But we're just about out of time right now. Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice Reporter. I'm grateful for your time today. I wish this was a, a, an easier story to take, but uh, an important one to to expose and to uh, to let people know about. God bless you, Ben. Thank you for your time. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Check them out, Real America's Voice. You can uh, see their YouTube channel for sure. Great content there. Uh, but that's going to do it for today in hour number one of Catholic Drive Time. Please keep... Keep that situation in your prayers. There's so much that needs to be fixed there. But uh, coming up after this break in the Guadalupe Radio Network side is our fall share -a We'd love for your support, but always support your local Catholic radio station. If you want to join us for hour number two, 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern, go to grnonline.com forward slash cdt. That's grnonline.com forward slash cdt. God bless you. God love you. We'll see you back then. Hi, this is Carrie Beatley. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men, gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 1130 for the march. And everyone else, show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about how America's abortion king pushed the lie of abortion on the American people. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Your church most likely has a praise and worship time. Would you be surprised to know that the songs you sing might have nothing to do with worship? So here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, history. Praise and worship was not a term used until the mid-60s when the Jesus people music started becoming more complex and contemporary. By the late 70s, praise and worship had become an entire entity of its own. Secondly, what is worship? It's a sacrifice. It's not singing a soft, flowy song with hands raised. The New Testament writers understood that worship was a sacrifice, that it occurred on an altar, which was and is known as a place of slaughter. Thirdly, the altar is for you. Jesus, in the holy sacrifices of the Mass, invites you to participate in His timeless sacrifice of love that truly occurs on the altar. No nightclub effects, no entertainment, no pumped-up emotion. Oh, and please don't register for the next Praise and Worship Global Seminar. Why? Because you can't teach praise and it won't include worship. Yikes! 
Hi, this is Sister Dee Byrne. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men, gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 11.30 a.m. for the march. Everyone else, show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about the urgent need to be actively pro-life and pro-eternal life. For more information, go to themensmarch.com and please spread the word. Are you on the CDT Insider email list? Hi, Joe McLean here. And every week I send you cool stuff straight to your inbox, goodies that you're not going to want to miss. Go to grnonline.com forward slash CDT and get signed up today. KSHJ Houston. Welcome to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network. It's for your soul. Fall Sherathon. Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for you and a guest with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And good morning, and officially welcome to this Fall Sherathon here on the Guadalupe Radio Network with the theme of It's For Your Soul. It's four days of raising funds to keep Catholic Radio on across this entire mighty network. And it's fall season. It's my favorite season. I don't know about Toya and everybody else that's listening out there, but uh, good morning to you. Hi, Toya. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. How are you this morning? Oh, I, I, I'm so excited. Uh, the temperatures are dropping here where we are, and it's feeling like fall, and uh, it's just uh, it's all good. Well, speaking of all good, let's make it even better. Let's start with a prayer this morning. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, God and the Christ. Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of our listeners. We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. And dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch 
enlighten and open the eyes of all of our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts and you know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that we you send our way. We are your servants. God, our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all of this in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. All right. First hour, Tuesday, the Fall share It's for your soul. And uh, here's the phone number, okay? We always want to pray first before we give out the phone number, before we even tell you the goal, okay? I want the eager beavers to, to get on the line now and start calling. Uh, I will say $10,000 goal this morning. So we are starting off very big, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And uh, Toya, I have a, a little bit of a confession to make, okay? Okay, can can I just say one thing real quick? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, so it's a ten thousand dollar matching gift hour. Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, I didn't say matching gift, did I? Right. You said go, and so I don't, okay. I'm going, okay, this is a little more serious. Yeah, right? you're right. It's matching gift. It's the first hour. We always say the first hour of the share you got to hit it because it sets the tone for the entire one. And thankfully, we've got a couple of people already taking calls, I think, in our Houston call center. But uh, my, my confession is is that when I first heard the theme of this share I was like, eh, I don't know about that. It's for your soul. But when I heard Sean's interview with Monsignor Pope, uh, which I thought, and I know you agree, was, was so good and so uh, I, I mean I just I just enjoyed it very much. I was like, okay, this is the perfect theme for what we need in the culture today because we need to know about the human person, the soul, and uh, and so I'm I'm very fired up. I'm excited. So this is going to be fun. Uh, 800-476-3311, matching gift hour, ten thousand dollars from an anonymous supporter in Dallas. It's actually a, an anonymous couple in Dallas, and uh, we have a couple people on the line. Let's just fill up the phone lines. 800-476-3311. Of course, all, all, first couple minutes of the Sherathon, you always have so much to talk about, because uh, you got a lot of incentives, a lot of reasons for people to call at different levels. You know, Dave, I, when I, we first came up with It's For Your Soul, I don't know, just, it just immediately resonated with me. But then, I'm like you, I listened to this talk that uh, Sean did with Monsignor Charles Pope called It's For Your Soul, and they were talking all about the good things that are for our soul. And uh, I took so many notes, and I it is a fantastic interview. Yeah. And what I love about it these days is you'll have it in your inbox tonight. So we need your calls, your pledges, support at 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Yeah, it was obvious, and I, and I don't want to scare anybody away because it's a very easy to, to listen to, but uh, uh, Monsignor Pope is clearly uh, grounded in, like, Thomistic philosophy. He, you know, went through seminary. I think he may have studied in Rome, uh, but it's, it's philosophy made easy, and Sean just guides him through so many questions about, you know, the, the just how what the, the, the soul is and uh, how it relates to the virtues and how it relates to, uh, you know, uh, the, our, our, the end of life 
if the separation, uh, how we, how we're different from animals, and uh, it's just, it, it's very good. It's, it's very, very enlightening. And, uh, wow, look at this. We got our first donation already. Do you see this? Uh, I do. Thank I, goodness. I, I gotta say, yesterday during our Good News show, we were saying, come on, call early. And actually, one of our guests from the Good News show, uh, from yesterday called in. So thank you so much, Gerilyn. She's a regular volunteer here. She's the, uh, the, the head of the Catholic pro-life community. She and her husband, David, have donated, uh, $100 plus the credit card charges from St. Francis of Assisi Parish. And she said, please continue to pray and advance the culture of life. Uh, in Dallas and throughout the, the country and the states. So, David and Gerilyn, thank you for getting us started. And that turned into $200, so we're off to a good start. We don't normally get a donation that quickly these days, so I, I think that bodes very well, sis. I mean, uh, Toya. <laughs> and Sissel I'm, agrees I'm looking completely. At, I'm looking at Sissel straight ahead, <laughs> and, you're, and you're over here. So, uh, anyways. Well, and to be fair, we're not in the same studios, right? So, yeah, you, you see a human being, you speak to him. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And, Dave, I am equally excited about the music that we are giving away. The digital album that is called, uh, it's from the Vigil Project and it's called True Presence. And, you know, the church is focusing on the Eucharistic revival over the next three years, and it just fits so well. And the music is so meditative and so beautiful. And we've given music away from the Vigil Project before, but this is very good. So if you do a dollar a day, $30 a month, you know, use your credit card, your automatic bank draft, and we will send this digital album to you in your inbox tonight. Uh, and you will have it to listen to this evening. And like I said, it's beautiful. Uh, and speaking of a dollar a day, $30 a month, that's the guardian angel level. And, uh, we will be doing a drawing in the morning for everybody who gave at that level. And you could be the winner of what, Dave? It's an iPad ear with stunning air air uh i don't know how to pronounce those words that sound like like uh stunning 10.9 inch liquid retina display new apple m1 chip with neuro engine two cameras all day battery life five different colors to choose from supports apple pencil okay this is worth about six hundred dollars and uh, you know the ipad ears are awesome and so if you do that the angel a guardian angel level thirty dollars a month uh, or 361 time, and you are going to be uh, put into that drawing for tomorrow morning. And next hour, we're going to play a couple of interviews that I did with Andrea Thomas. Uh, she's one of the founders of the Vigil Project, and I got to say, she was so sweet and so just, uh, I, I, it was just a, a really nice conversation both on and off the air with her. And so she's definitely a, a very, very uh, beautiful lady uh, and, and just a delightful lady to speak to. Hey, guess who our second call is from, Toya? Oh, this is such a great guy. I've got a yeah. chance to meet James Allen in Houston, Texas. James, he's he's uh, there taking calls, and he's also donating. Thank you for your $5 one-time donation, James. He goes to St. John Vianney Parish, and that's a parish when we call out names of parishes in the Houston area. That's one you'll hear often, Dave. Mm-hmm. Is he it, it's a big one, a big parish? It is a large parish. Yeah. yeah. I have never been there, but like I said, the... the we have a lot of people who love Catholic radio who go there. Um, let's see. Uh, he says that Catholic radio uh, has it teaches us about our faith. His prayer request is for our country. Um, rediscover a song. It was driving to church on 9-11, Only in America by Brooks and Dunn. 
and he said it really touched him and uh, gave says give it a listen so thank you so much james allen all right uh so james allen jerilyn david gotten us started we've heard from houston we've heard from dallas fort worth and uh, we've raised 107 dollars okay actually 214 if you double it because it's a matching gift hour and i will say you know it's not too typical to start the entire shareathon with a goal this big you know sometimes we kind of ease into it but this is a big one and so please uh call up i know some people are eager to be the first caller right up at the front but right now we have nobody else on the line 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 so we told you about the guardian angel level the nfp gift from the vigil project and uh, if you are able to uh, bump up to what we call an archangel level donation uh, this is uh, we sometimes call it a pilgrimage donation it's uh, $1,500 one time or $125 a month and if you do that uh, you will have a chance. Well, you'll be put into a drawing, relatively small. We never know exactly how many people are in it, but we, we yeah, say it's probably 100, 120 people by the end of the week uh, to go on a pilgrimage for two people to any Catholic pilgrimage of select international tours. And there's a whole menu that you can choose from. And I, wouldn't you say, Toya, by now things are pretty open up? I mean, the last few years people have been a little like, I don't know if I'm going to pilgrimage or not. But I think generally speaking, most of the restrictions are gone. And uh, going on pilgrimage, the door is wide open. Do you think that's the, the case for most, for most uh, places? They're, 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 it's kind of back to normal? It is, Dave. And in, in, in I will say in the areas where some of our pilgrimages are, there's still some areas that, that are not, but, um, for there, there certainly is. So 800 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311, $10,000. It's one of the, the little higher of a goals. So we need, uh, to just start chipping away at this Guadalupe family. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And a donation of any size, and we're going to send to you this um, digital download that we were talking about uh, that Dave and I was with Monsignor Pope and Sean Rice, who is the general manager in South and Central Texas. And it's called It's For Your Soul. And, you know, Dave, as you were talking about his domestic theology and all, it, yeah, you really hear it all the way through it. And one of the things he says uh, pretty much at the beginning, he talks about original sin and the weakness that we live with from original sin, right? And he was saying that um, original sin is like having cancer, and baptism cures you of that cancer, but it leaves you weak. It leaves you uh, uh, where you need you need medicine, you need help, you need healing, right? And so we receive all of that through all of the sacraments, through confession, through communion, that that grace helps us to recover from the weakness of original sin. And that just really stuck with me and resonated with me. I just really like that, Dave. Yeah, he used to, he used some good analogies and uh, I, I, I took four pages. I typed up four pages of notes. I have them right here, right in front of me. Uh, and, and I loved one of the things that struck me. And of course, it's all related to the soul. And, and, uh, you know, Sean did a great job interviewing him, but he, he talked about in, in, you know, ages past where in, in cultures, every, 
everything revolved around the liturgical calendar, where it's it's everybody was aware of the feast. Like today, for example, is the feast day of St. John Chrysostom. Uh, I, I'm very aware of that because it's my daughter's birthday. Uh, tomorrow is the exaltation of the cross. That's a day that I think you like a lot, Toya, uh, for some reason, right? Uh, That's it. And, you know, but everybody was so totally, the whole culture was focused on the liturgical calendar. Uh, and he just, and he kind of lamented that it's not always the, the way that, that way. But it, of course, everything relates to the soul and the, and the conversation. It's very good. Any donation, any size. We got a couple people on the line right now. Uh, still $9,893 to raise this hour. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Probably need, uh, four or five people to do the Archangel donation this hour to hit this goal. Wouldn't you think, Toya? With, without a doubt, Dave. No doubt about it. 800-476-3311. Or if you can be that $5,000 Seraphim donor, wow, what a great way it'd be to start out this morning, Dave, with this $10,000 in matching gift that we've got. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. So, Dave, let me play the weatherman for a minute, okay? <laughs> okay. So, um, it was, uh, if you were in the south around in the Texas area, it was a brutally hot summer. And I think it was unusually hot in most of parts of the United States. And, um, blistering hot is the way I would say it. Well, our financials this summer were blistering hot. Mm. It, it was a really, really hard summer. So we are climbing out of the hole from the summer. And that's why it's so very important that you call and make a pledge of support for Catholic Radio so that we can get, uh, recover from the, the rough summer months. 800-476-3311. We now have three people on. Could we get to 10 this morning? That would be wonderful. Yeah, I know. It- Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. I know. Sometimes it, uh, you know, we talk about this every Sherathon, and it becomes almost like an obsession to try to get to ten because it's so hard to do. And sometimes we're three or four days into the week into the Sherathon, and still trying to get ten people at the same time. I don't, I don't know if we typically or or have ever gotten ten in the first hour. I don't remember doing that. But you know, this is a time where. Everything is wide open because really only only two people so far have donated during the fall shareathon. So everybody else uh, can call in and and donate. We do have four people on the line. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six three three one one. It's like I said, fall season. I, I don't know. There's something warm and fuzzy about the fall season and the temperatures cooling down. The kids going back to school and uh, there, there's you know kind of a pro, getting. Closer to Advent and the Christmas season. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a warm, beautiful season, and uh, we like to come on the air this season. And it tends to be one of the the better shareathons that we have across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. But uh, having said that, Toya, we've only raised one hundred and seven dollars so far from two people. And don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Well, we've got three people on, Dave. I feel like the Guadalupe family. You know, they're just kind of getting up going, okay, what's going on? You know, if you're listening on WMET, you've been up an hour and you already had more caffeine than than we have. So call, make a pledge of support for your radio station. It's so very important. 800-476-3311. 
800-476-3311. And I would love that a lot of callers call in. It's one of my, it's been one of my prayers this, uh, the last couple of weeks, Dave, is that the largest number of calls will come in during this Sherathon. One of the reasons that I want that, it's not just for the financial help, which we absolutely need, but it's also, I would like so many people to be able to hear this great, interview that Sean Rice did with Monsignor Pope. Um, I loved what he said, Dave, when he was talking about um, the power of Catholic radio and listening to Catholic radio, because he said uh, there's a lot of stinking thinking out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I love that. I he is so funny. That. Yeah, I, I, I actually wrote that down as well. I yeah. I, I, I typed that up and <laughs> stinking thinking. Stinking uh, thinking. So he said that that's why we need Guadalupe Radio Network, and right now is your opportunity. Family, to call in and make a pledge of support. Don't just be a listener, but but be all in. Be a donor too at eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven, or you can go to grnonline dot com. Adrian Fonseca set up the the website for us with uh, all things about the Sherathon. You can read about all the appreciation gifts there at eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven eight hundred. Four seven six three three one one. All right, Rosalba in the colony has called in nine ten a.m. Listener, a hundred dollars plus credit card charges at the angel level. That means uh, tonight she is going to get the interview uh, called "It's for Your Soul" with Sean Rice and Monsignor Charles Pope, the one we've been talking about a lot already this morning. Uh, she's from Holy Cross Parish. Uh, Father Joy Joseph, their pair, their pastor out there. So thanks to him, he's been very very open to supporting uh, GRN and Rosalba prays for families to return to the faith. And so, Rosalba, thank you very much. You've got us up to a little over $200 now. Everything is matched. $10,000 goal this hour, 800-476-3311. And Toya, the moment we get our first Archangel donor, it's going to be great for several reasons. I think you know where I'm okay. going. I think you know where I'm going here. Uh, first I of all... I have not a clue, so, <laughs> okay, so had, I'm following you. Yeah, you had a little smile on your face. Like, okay, I, I, was, I was reading you wrong there. But uh, obviously, that's uh, it, it comes to a total of $3,000 towards the GRN supports this, keeps us on the air. But I also have uh, some really cool, fascinating facts, ones that I think are going to delight you and the entire listening audience this morning. So anytime somebody calls in with a Archangel-level donation, I'll just, you know, a little fun fact that I like to give, and it's kind of fun. So anyways, here's a, a donation, our first donation from the San Antonio area, Lytle, Texas, Anonymous, $50 a month. Okay, that's, our, that's our largest donation so far this morning. Uh, that's our first Guardian Angel-level donation, so the first person that's eligible to win the iPad Air. Uh, pray for our government administration and fallen away Catholics and pro-life efforts. So, Anonymous and Lytle, thank you uh, very much. Uh, here's Dolores and Kip in Hansville. All right, an Alabama call. Sacred Heart of Jesus Parish. They said, we love the GRN, Alabama, up here in Hansville, the hometown of the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament. And, uh, and they, they, uh, they're listening to 88.3 in Coleman. Uh, so, Dolores and Kip, thank you. That, that's such a beautiful city and shrine, and I, I think every Catholic has to go there at least once in their life, you know? I, I completely agree, Dave. It is just absolutely beautiful. In fact, as they were talking about the shrine, I was thinking, gosh, I wish I was sitting there right now. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. 
3311. We've got one person on, Dave. We need to raise $9,078. You know, Dave, I'm going to make an appeal that, uh, could we get five people doing a dollar a day and three people who would be Archangel donors? And boy, that would help us a whole lot, Dave. Um, you know, Starting out the share-a-thon with the $10,000, usually we're like in four digits and not five digits, mm-hmm. but we were so blessed to receive this matching gift. Uh, so we said, let's present it the first hour of the share-a-thon. I'm sure our family will come through and, and help us raise the money. 800-476-3311, We're talking about uh, It's For Your Soul. Yeah, and I will say that the the folks that that have asked to be, remain anonymous for this matching gift are 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 people that I I know quite well, and I promise you, if we hit this goal, I will at you know one minute after the top of the hour send a text uh, to this person and say thank you. The 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 listeners matched your ten thousand dollars, turned it into twenty thousand dollars, and I know that she's going to be very excited. She'll respond immediately, and then also because uh, they're they're big donors, obviously anybody who gives $10,000 is a big donor, but they've given other in, in the past in other ways as well. And uh, it's encouraging. It's encouraging for them to know that their $10,000 turned into $20,000. So I ask everybody listening right now, let's uh, do this as if it was contingent. It's not contingent, but as if it was contingent, let's have that kind of urgency because uh, for many, many reasons, we have to hit this first goal, first goal this hour. And we are already 24 minutes into the hour. Uh, here is uh, Patricia in Spring, Texas. Uh, listening to 1430 AM KSHJ, our second call from the Houston area, and uh, St. James Parish. Uh, she said she loves Catholic radio. She's a credo Catholic, learned a lot more about my Catholic faith through listening to Catholic radio. She donated $100 plus the credit card charges, and we are below uh, uh, needing $9,000 now, 800-476-3311. But uh, Toya, nobody on the line, and you're saying we need three of the archangels? Is that what you're calling for right now? If three archangels would call now and five people doing a dollar a day, $30 a month, Dave, and and then everyone else, donations of any sizes, I think that we would come closer to hitting this. I don't know if that will hit it, but we still have, we're almost halfway through the hour, guys, and we still have $8,976 to raise. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. All right, 1-800-476-3311. We haven't talked too much about the Seraphim donor, but, you know, we, we mentioned the, the pilgrimage chance to win with Select International Tours anywhere they go. Uh, and if you do $1,500, you get in one time. And if you give $5,000, which is a Seraphim donor, uh, you get in, you know, it would be equal to three times plus $500, but you actually get into that drawing four times, okay? So it's a little added bonus. You get four chances to win the pilgrimage with a $5,000 donation. And every Sherathon, we have, I'd say, an average of maybe one a day of the, the Seraphim, sometimes two a day. We've had two in an hour before. And so we know, as Toy likes to hear me say, we know you're out there, okay? We know that some people out there that, are, that have the capacity to give $5,000, we might really need you badly this hour because uh, it's slowed down. We're almost at the midway point, and we have, still have $8,976 to raise. 
and uh, and in very little time, only 34 minutes, 800-476-3311. Yes, so, well, we need a game changer right now. We need some way to just knock us out of the park, you know, 3,000, 2,500, 5,000, uh, and that will really energize people and, and motivate a lot of other folks to call in with uh, smaller and mid-level donations. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311, dollars to raise, dear family. And uh, we now have a caller. The Guadalupe Radio Network reaches a population of over 24 million souls. But when you look at people who listen online, it goes, I, I don't even know that you can keep up with the number of potential souls that it reaches, Dave. Yeah, and uh, I was speaking of, it leads perfectly into this, you know, in the interview that Sean did with Monsignor Pope, at the very end, he says, you know, Monsignor, do you have any closing thoughts, closing comments? And Monsignor took that opportunity, instead of, you know, summarizing what he said about the soul, which was outstanding, uh, he took it as an opportunity to encourage people to donate. Now, of course, everybody, as, as Sean points out, at the very end, everybody who gets the CD has already donated, but it's an encouragement. Uh, and, and Monsignor Pope says that Catholic Radio is like a pulpit wide and large, wider and larger than ever before. You know, he, he compares it to, you know, a priest standing up at a pulpit, looking out at a congregation. And even in a best case scenario, a priest may look out at a thousand or fifteen hundred people at, at a huge, huge parish. But in this case, you've got the, literally the entire world that could be listening to the voice uh, on the radio. And I think that's what my senior pope really realizes. And so uh, any any donation, any size, you're going to get this CD that Sean did with Monsignor Pope called It's For Your Soul, 800-476-3311. Two people on now, Toya. That's good news. 800-476-3311. 800 you, you know, Dave, when uh, Monsignor Pope was talking about the, the GRN and he was talking about as I said earlier stinking thinking out there he was talking about turning into Catholic radio because of um, he said it's like a lamp into our feet and I thought that is such a beautiful way to describe Catholic radio a lamp unto our feet he said we can't find our way in the darkness and he's talking about the darkness of the world but that we can with Catholic radio have that lamp unto our feet that guides us and leads us ever closer to Christ. And I do believe that's ex the minute you turn on Catholic Radio, you, the GRN, you're turning on a light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just, just shining the light uh, on goodness and truth and beauty and, you know, that that whole stinking thinking thing. I think we're going to be talking about that a lot, a lot this week because it's so true. There's, and, you know, it's, it's going to be so much of the stinking thinking, as Monsignor talks about, is so ridiculous and so oh, foolish that any, you know, four-year-old would be able to pick up a newspaper and say, what? They're teaching what? They're doing what? It's just absolutely ridiculous, and that's why we need clear thinking. We understand, need to understand, you know, who we are as human people. People, and that's what this talk really emphasizes. 800-476-3311. Three people on the line now. And uh, we got to put on our serious face here because uh, even though we've, you know, we've had a good number of calls, six people have been uh, thanked already. We've had you know, calls, you think about it, from North Texas and Houston and San Antonio and Alabama. We haven't heard from Florida. We haven't heard from West Texas yet. New Mexico, Kansas, Tyler, haven't heard from you. And so uh, let's let's hear from you. Let's just every every region, every station be represented this morning as we hit this first goal, 
three three one one. Um, here is uh, Francisco in San Antonio, fifty dollars a month, and uh, and we he is part of the, what we call the Perpetual Light Society, uh, which means that he has agreed to uh, have his donation perpetually put in, so uh, he doesn't have to call in, but it's a perpetual donation that's renewed every year automatically. And so, uh, thank you, uh, Francisco, for that donation. It helped a, a whole lot. And uh, uh, Cheryl and Addison, a hundred dollars one time became two hundred. She's a nine ten a.m. listener. And uh, Cheryl, very grateful for that donation. Uh, that brings us to eighty-two seventy-six to go, Toya. 1-800-476-3311. You know, one of the other things that uh, I think I'm going to talk about the the interview with uh, Monsignor Pope, the whole share-a-thon day, because it was so good. Yeah. But, you know, we were laughing just then about him talking about there's a lot of stinking thinking out there, and he said our minds are like sponges. If you put a sponge in dirty water, it's going to become dirty. If you put a sponge in clean water, then it becomes clean. And there, is, too, he uses it as an analogy, talking about the power of uh, Guadalupe Radio Network. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. All right, halfway through the first hour of a four-day share We have a lot of work to do. Please call up during this break. I think you'll probably hear a good song from the Vigil Project here. Yep, all right. Uh, 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 Please call and call now We'll be back with more of the 2022 It's For Your Soul Fall share On the Guadalupe Radio Network Right after this Yes, Lord, I am. 
To the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network, it's For Your Soul, Fall Sherathon. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1 800 476 3311. All right, first hour of the Fall Sherathon with a the theme of It's For Your Soul, and we are in crunch time now, 24 minutes to go in this first hour, and I I can't emphasize enough how important it is to hit the first goal of a Sherathon. We always say it sets the tone for the entire Sherathon. Right now, we are in a little bit of trouble. A $10,000 matching gift. And this is from a very generous and wonderful couple in Dallas. And I would love to just text them right after this hour and say they did it. The, uh, the listeners, I'm not sure if they're listening or not, so in case they're not, uh, that, that you hit the goal, turn 10000 into $20,000. So, so far, about 2100 has been raised, and we still have uh, very close to $8,000 to raise in 23 minutes. The phone number is 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. I do want to thank Anonymous in San Antonio for a big donation. Holy Spirit Parish in San Antonio, $372. That's probably a dollar a day plus the credit card charges. 
And so uh, that helped a lot. That brought us to 7903, still to raise. Just two people on the line, 800-476-3311. And I'll tell you, we really have got to get a few people doing the Archangel donations. Uh, it's, it's $125 a month or the $1,500 one time. And you will be the, the first person, if you call right now, in the drawing for a pilgrimage of choice. Any Catholic pilgrimage that Select International Tours goes on. And uh, there are a lot to choose from, uh, including Germany, Switzerland, and Austria, Italy, Ireland. Uh, you can go to Poland and Eastern Europe, Croatia, and Medjugorje, uh, the Danube Riverboat Cruise. Uh, so please call in and prayerfully consider uh, a big donation of that size. 800 476 3311. 1-800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Two people are on. Let's get to 10. Let's make this hour happen, and we can do it with your call and your pledge of support at 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Of course, you know, one is not what it used to be, right, before the phone number, Dave? Because with yeah. cell phones, you don't need the one. Right. Um, I, I'm <laughs> we say it anyways. <laughs> era of the digital, I mean, the 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 dial, right? So it's 800-476-3311 if you're calling from a cell phone, 800 800- Four seven six three three one one. I think it's funny when I talk to like my mom uh, about the the days where it was like the the the, the neighborhood phone. You know, like you in the old party days. Party line. They yeah, the, call the that party day. line. You yeah. Yes. See, uh, you, I think it was a little before my time. But you pick up the phone and like you might hear your neighbors talking. <laughs> my not... my grandmother had one of those. <laughs> and and yeah, people did do that. They did <laughs> eavesdrop. Yeah. Well, I remember even in, in the house it used to be kind of like uh, you pick up one phone and you could hear your you know sister talking to her boyfriend or something you know sure. like all the phones sure. were connected uh charlotte and san angelo uh thank you great to hear from san angelo a hundred dollars plus credit card charges from st ambrose parish uh she said she listens in her car constantly makes her day better so uh, we're very gr- glad to hear that charlotte <laughs> and uh, you've got us at 7801 to go on our way to ten thousand dollars this hour 21 minutes to go no guarantees because uh we're still in a in a huge pickle right now and uh, again, I just have to reiterate, uh, in the midst of all the calls, you know, just do what you can. Uh, but there's got to be a few of you out there that can uh, dig very deep. Is there a seraphim at $5,000 or uh, $1,500 uh, archangel level donation? 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. There, there's a, a fascinating fact that's just ready to to roar, Toya. But I can't, I can't release it until we get that first archangel. So that's called Dave's frustration this morning. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. 476 3311 8436 3311 8436 3311 8436 she goes to Mother Seton Parish and prayers for Juliet in immigration for, and for my project in Africa and protection for my entire family. And God bless you, Suzanne, and we will certainly keep those prayer intentions in our prayers. Yeah, and I will say uh, one, one thing for sure is, oh, wow, Toya, something uh, really... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> big just happened. Uh, hold on. Let, let me, I, let me make, I'll make my first comment though first because I, my, my brain can have to go in little, uh, uh, yeah, little segments here. But, uh, what I was going to say is we've heard from a lot of different regions uh, across, you know, we heard from San Angelo. We heard from DC. We've heard from North Texas, Houston, San Antonio, uh, you know, Alabama. And so there, there's wide participation in all the different markets. Uh, I don't, I don't think we've had a call from Midland Odessa yet. Kansas, Tyler, Tyler, Texas. If you're in the, the land of the uh, wonderful Bishop Strickland and Tyler Longview, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Uh, Florida, haven't heard from Florida yet this morning as well, but, uh, everybody else, I, I think we have. So anyways, was, uh, uh did you see what I see, Toya? <laughs> wow! Just this goes just goes to show you, yeah, you know. I mean, we weren't despairing, but we were. Let's just say concerned. Concerned, uh, would you say? Without a doubt, yeah, I uh, could easily say we were concerned. Yeah, and this is a yeah, this is a, a dear uh, man and wonderful gentleman. I had I've had the opportunity to talk to on the phone a few times, and uh, very 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 generous. And so he re, he likes to remain anonymous. Uh, he's in Plano, Texas, and so I'm not going to use his name. Uh, but he just made an eight thousand dollar donation okay eight thousand dollar donation and that well, well that's and that'll uh, put you over uh, yeah i think so i you know he he listens and he knew exactly what we needed and said you know i'll i'll see your seraphim donation and so i don't know how many times he's put in the pilgrimage uh drawing for that four of them for the five thousand and then two more i guess uh for the the other three thousand right now you, you guys can work that out on, <laughs> on the other end but uh mr anonymous i'm I'm trying not to say your name, but thank you very, very much. And uh, it was so good to speak with him recently on the phone. Delightful, uh, delightful gentleman. And that uh, matches the uh, $10,000 matching gift. And we always like to, you know, when we say, when we, when we hit a goal, we, we want to thank God. And so let's, let's do the celebration prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord, we... Lord Jesus Christ, we join you in celebrating this hour and lifting to you in prayer each person who gave a gift to help us reach that goal. We pray also for their needs and we ask them that we ask that you bless them with immeasurable graces for your generous support that allows your message to be spread across the Guadalupe Radio Network. In the name of the Father and the Son and, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. You know, Dave, if we could get to 10 calls in the last 16 minutes, wouldn't that just be the icing on the cake and really set the share out for success? Yeah. Now, how many calls? I'm sorry. Uh, well, ten. Oh, ten calls. Ten. Yeah, that that certainly would. I uh, yeah. Let's let's do that uh, with 15 minutes to go. But I do want to uh, mention Anonymous's uh, information here because he did give a prayer request. Uh, uh, he is. Uh, let's say I think I can say this. Um, I, 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 well, let, let's just say from a, a parish in Plano. I want to make sure he stays very anonymous. Uh, and he, he said he loves Catholic Radio because it continues to educate him about his faith, and he prays for his family. Uh, for his family land and greater and greater family prayers as well. I, I hope I communicated that uh, accurately. So uh, please pray for this uh, gentleman and his family, and uh, he, and he continues to be educated in the faith. So all right, I want to make sure we get that out. Uh, William in McKinney has donated five hundred dollars from Saint Gabriel the Archangel Parish in McKinney. Uh, thank you. Uh, that's a, a beautiful parish, and uh, we thank you very much for that. A little icing on the cake. So there's our first of uh, ten calls, right, Toya? 
That's right. So, Dave, let me give out the phone number because we're trying to get uh, 10 people calling in before the top of the hour. Uh, 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. We have one person, so we only need nine more. And uh, speaking of needing more, Dave... Your fascinating fact that oh, you've been teasing oh, us yeah. about. I can <laughs> I, hardly wait I, now. I, I would have probably forgotten about it after all that talk about the. <laughs> and I'm sure our anonymous donor is like, come on, man. What do I got to do to get a fascinating fact? Okay, I'm going to make sure it's the very best one. Uh, I, I told Cecil this morning that, that she would appreciate this one. So, uh, okay. I, I don't think I've used this one before, but if I do, then forgive me. But, uh, what, 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 uh, what creature, what, uh, creature takes the longest naps and how long are those naps? Because we're all a little tired. We're all kind of rubbing the sleep out of our eyes, you know, drinking a little coffee, trying to get energized this morning. Listening to the Sherathon, so I, I think it'd be pretty funny how long the naps are of this of this particular creature. Who who takes the longest naps? So okay, I actually think this creature, if I'm right, is real cute. Uh, there yeah, was a movie that had that. it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the movies can make, can make any creature so cute. Cute. He moved like at the slowest speed you ever imagined. So I'm going to say sloth, Dave. Um, that's a good guess, and you're right and about. And it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but you're 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 right about moving slowly. Cute. When you think of a stereotypically slow-moving creature, what do you think? I mean, like the the slowest moving creature on earth that actually moves. What do you think? I mean, like really slow. Really slow. Well, isn't that like uh, a turtle? Uh, yeah, but the, the turtle would outrace this one. A snail. A snail. A snail can take naps as long as three years. <laughs> oh my gosh! I have to tell Patrick that because he loves his naps. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So three years. Wow. Three years for you can't call that a nap. Yeah. Well, they obviously <laughs> must store their food. It's like hibernating. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so maybe um, you know, I don't know. That's that's a. Uh, that, that's a, that's definitely a, a nap for sure. I wouldn't call it a nap. I mean, naps are typically that's what I'm quite saying. short. That is not a nap. <laughs> that is not a nap. <laughs> All right, so there's your fun, fascinating fact for those of you who wish you were uh, napping right now and uh, for maybe a, a few years, you know, wake up and it's all of a sudden it's uh, 2025 and you're like, well, somebody get me up to date. What happened? Uh, 800-476-3311. And we are, uh, we, we, we're trying to get to 10 calls. Uh, we've had one so far, 12 minutes to go, 800 4763311 and uh, Craig in Louisville um Holy Cross that's the second time we've heard from Holy Cross Parish uh this morning $50 one time and uh he is a proud listener of 910am in the Dallas Fort Worth area so Craig thank you for being caller number 2 uh 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 with 12 minutes to go no pressure well, you owe a few more fascinating facts, Dave. That, I, that was a beautiful $8,000 donation, so you owe a few more. But we need a few more calls. In fact, we need eight more to get to our 10, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Okay, so yeah, a lot, a lot of good ones to choose from here. Let me see uh, which one is most worthy of this occasion right now. Okay, this is a good one. Okay, Toya. Uh, there is a particular question that scares 99% of all people when it's asked. 
Okay, when somebody says ninety-nine percent uh, of the people, I, I, I guess there's that one. There's afraid. that one person. One percent does not get scared by this, but ninety-nine percent of the the people, when when they're asked this question, it it, it scares them. What is the question? Oh and, my and, and while goodness. while you're pondering, uh, you, I'm going to give out the phone number if I okay, because uh, I'm pondering. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. One eight hundred four seven six three three eleven. Ten thousand dollar matching gift hour. And uh, in fact, I'm going to text our matching gift folks here in a moment while while Toy you speak, and I'm just going to see if I can get a response okay. uh, from them. Uh, We're not up to two calls, uh, so do you know what, Dave? If if uh, we got six more calls, we'd make the 10. And we've got 11 minutes, so that's plenty of time. 800-476-3311. Or you can donate online at grnonline.com. That's the, the, the website address, and you can read there all about the wonderful gifts that we're giving away. 800-476-3311. Caller number 34, please call. Donations of any size is going to get this wonderful interview that Dave and I've already been talking about so much called It's For Your Soul. And it's Monsignor Pope and Sean Rice, who's the GM in the South and Central area. Uh, it is, it's a really, really good one. I'm listening to, I've listened to it three times. I've uh, taken notes on it and, uh, actually think I'm going to listen to it again because the more I hear it, the more it just kind of gets ingrained, Dave. Yeah. And you know, I, I, you know, I, I teach Thomistic philosophy to high school kids. And so I really get into it. I don't want to scare people off because it's not, this talk is not like deep, deep, you know, philosophy, but, he does refer to Aquinas a couple of times, and that one part about recognizing. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, where everything is in the mind of God, and then I've, I love when you you take words and you you figure out because you recognize something, like you you right. re, you you think it again because God originally it was in the mind of God. That that is so awesome. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven one eight hundred four seven six three three one one. So, do you want to take a, a guess at that question I asked you about the the yeah, question that? Y- well, I am not going to get it. Right, but the only thing that came to me is um, what you would be afraid of is if you ask somebody, uh, "Did you turn the stove off? Did you turn the iron off?" <laughs> <laughs> like when you're on uh, like a vacation, you're a thousand yes, miles from yes, your home, and yes, and or, uh, or you're down the road a bit, and and you go, "Oh my gosh, I didn't turn the iron off," you know. So yeah. Okay, so um, so that's far, far away. I'm sure. All right, can in I a galaxy you, far, far away? Okay, can I ask you a question? Sure. <coughs> that actually will was, you that, get an answer? That actually was the question. That was the answer, but that didn't seem to scare you too much. That that that, that apparently when the when, question uh, is, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Scares people. Yeah. So if you walk, uh, I mean, if you walked up to Patrick or I went to to, to Paula, my wife, uh-huh. and and I said, "Can I ask you a question?" I guess it's all in the tone, you know. But but that that question. Well, I think the tone has a whole. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> You know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> tone's got a lot to do with it. Like yeah. whenever you call me and say, Dave, you know, as my boss, you know, can I ask you a question? That that would kind of frighten me a little bit. Uh, just to yeah, 
Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, very interesting, Dave. Yeah, but so there you go. I, I would I would say that was not for our souls, but that was a bit of humor, and our souls need humor <laughs> a lot. 800-476-3311. Beverly from Midland. Thank you so much, Beverly. $500 one-time donation. What a huge help. She goes to the beautiful St. Stephen's Parish there and asks for prayers for our priests and religious. Very good at prayer intention. 800-476-3311. Dave, we still have seven minutes, and um, I think we need seven more people calling. Yeah, right? seven calls. Uh, we've had 15 so far this hour. And, you know, a lot of people early on were doing $100 one time, and then we had, we've had we had several $500. Of course, the one $8,000 was, was the biggie, but, uh, you know, calls from D.C. and Alabama and, uh, you know, San Angelo. We haven't heard from Tyler, Kansas. Uh, well, no, Midland, Odessa. No, no, we don't. I'm sorry. We just heard from Midland. So, I'm uh, going, we, hey, uh, yeah, it's hey, like, hey, hey there now. Out. Can I ask you a question? one 800 Okay, we definitely have not heard from Tyler. We haven't heard from Kansas. We haven't heard from New Mexico. And we haven't heard from Florida. Okay, but everybody else, I think, is represented so far. By the way, uh, the, the wonderful couple who may, uh, provided the matching gift this hour, I heard back from her, and she said, praise the Lord, when I told her that we uh, matched the, the $10,000. So she is aware now, uh, and she might have been listening, but she said, praise the Lord, thumbs up, and so she's very grateful for everybody who donated. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. We need seven more calls, and uh, regardless of where you're calling from, we've had great, great, you know, uh, calls from everywhere. Uh, just just seven more in the next, uh, whoa, six minutes is all we have. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Well, you know, Dave, the minute that you say, can I ask you a question? I can understand that little sense of fear, especially on the air. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because my mind is already going, oh, my gosh, what is this going to be? And it's on the air that he's going to ask me right. this question. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's that, uh, that embarrassment potential, yes. right? Yes. But, uh, yeah. And, again, I think tone is everything. You know, if it's yeah. like, hey, can I ask you a question? You know, if you're sound excited, you're, then they probably wouldn't scare you. But if it's like, you know, can I ask you a question? Then perhaps <laughs> so. Eight hundred. The tone to- implies something. Yeah. And that's why yeah. texting is so scary because you can't put a tone in text. And so people can misread it, your intention. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Lori is taking a call. Thanks to all the volunteers who came to the Houston Call Center this morning to take calls. I think hopefully you've all had at least one call, probably a, a few of them this hour, and more to come as we continue through this day one of the share here in the fall 2022 with uh, it's, it's For Your Soul is the theme. 800-476-3311. one 800 Do you think a combating, stinking, thinking Sherathon might be in the works sometime, Toya? Would that be a good theme? Oh, I think so. Uh, yeah, because I like that a lot it, because it, it's so true. There is a lot. It, 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 let me just preface if people are just now tuning in. <laughs> we, yeah, because I'm going, the people are going, what? Am I on the right station? <laughs> so we're talking about one of the gifts we're giving away to every single person who calls and makes the pledge of support. And you're going to have it in your inbox tonight. And it's called It's For Your Soul. 
And I love that because we're talking about things that are good for our soul, you know. And even Monsignor Pope talks about all the focus on the body that we have today. And uh, but we just totally ignore the soul. So it's for your soul is what he's talking about. And uh, he's talking about the news out there. And and uh, he said there's a lot of stinking thinking out there. And you need to stay tuned to the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I, I absolutely agree because sometimes I hear some of that stinking thinking, Dave, and I'm going, how can that be? How can that be? How can we do this transgender thing to our children? How can this be? So praise God that he brought us the Guadalupe Radio Network. And it's solid and it's faithful and it's good Catholic teaching and it's good for your soul. Yeah, and uh, so it, it, in the in the talk that that Sean, the conversation that Sean had with Monsignor Pope is uh, just outstanding. And the cool thing is, any donation, any size, we'll get that to you in your inbox tonight. Okay, it'll be real easy. Nothing needs to be mailed to you. You don't have to put the CD into the the player or uh, the eight track tape or anything like that. Uh, it's just going to be real, real easy and simple for you. And you'll get it this evening in your inbox. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven and and uh, we ask you don't don't forget also to renew your pledge. If you have a if you gave last fall, you'll probably get a call. Uh, we we like to call and just remind people, hey, you gave last fall, and uh, maybe leave a message with you. So, um, uh, if you need to do that, or if you need to call and just ask if you need to have your pledge re- uh, renewed, uh, call 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And Toy, I think to get to the ten calls. Uh, we will need um, about five more real quickly in these final two minutes. Uh, here's Michael and Carolyn in Double Oak, Texas, listening to the Mighty Nine at 10 a.m., St. Philip Parish in Flower Mound, which Cecil is uh, raising the roof there in the control room. That's her parish. Uh, she said, he, they, they said Catholic Radio educates us be, be, uh, because... It's like listening to more. They like listening to more to life and the Sherathon. <laughs> okay, great. We well, we were glad. Daughter started uh, the students for life at her school. Oh, you know, I know who this is. In fact, I was over at their house last night picking up my daughter. Thank you, Michael and Carolyn. Um, okay, I um, pray for our country to turn back to God. For my mom to deal a little better with about memory care and for her beloved husband. Okay, so yeah, dear dear friends of ours, uh, God bless you. Thank you so much. The kind of people you just could sit and talk to forever. So thank you, Michael and Carolyn from Double Oak, uh, for that, that donation of $100. God bless you. 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Stay tuned. About to start another hour. Thanks for your support. We're off to a good start. Back with more of the 2022 It's For Your Soul Fall Sherathon on the Guadalupe Radio Network. KSHJ.